Welcome to WP Tonic, episode 46, The Redo. Jonathan, welcome to WP Tonic. Today's story is all about you. So you get your chance. I know you started in England. So tell me how you got from England to the United States. What, what did you do back in England too? Um, I run a dry cleaning business at multiple locations. I run that for about 20 years, Bill. And my wife uh, was American. She wanted to move back to North America, which we did. Well, how, long you, I, how long ago did you get married? You ran it for 20 years. How long were you in the dry cleaning business and married? What, when did you get married? Um, we got married around 2005. 2005. So you've been in the business for a while in dry cleaning? About 20 years. Oh, wow. And then they got married. Okay. So that changes your life, I guess, when you get married. Yeah. And she made it pretty clear she wanted to go back home, North America. So we moved back and I wanted to change a career. Um, so I did a two-year degree, associate degree in web design and development when we got here, Bill. Okay. And you already had some experience in uh, web design in the UK, didn't you, while you were running? Yeah, I was, uh, I, was, I was just dabbling parts, you know, just... Ju- okay. Just so you got so- here and you didn't go to work right away. You went to school, right? Yeah, I wanted to go in. I just didn't. I wanted to give a change from web, um, from dry cleaning. I've been doing it for twenty years. So you had you had some money saved up. You had the ability to go back to school. Yeah, very good. So now you get back to school. Got excited. Now you're trying to start a business. Now tell us about starting that business. Yeah, it was pretty difficult. Um, thank God I was in like I found WordPress around 2009 because I got out of school about 2008 and things weren't exactly great in this area there was a lot of businesses closing there was a lot of established web design developers um, struggling as well because their clientele was all closing bill so it wasn't easy for the first couple of years um, I mostly tried to concentrate on getting local business which was a mistake bill if I if I had known what I know now um, I wouldn't have attempted that. And I, um, but for the first two, two and a half years, three years, I did a fair bit of work, um, but it wasn't easy getting so, it. Uh, you said that you wouldn't have attempted that. What uh, starting the business? Um, being focused on local business. What What have you worked focused on? You had the degree. You, you studied WordPress. You know, a lot of people in this show are going to wonder how did you learn WordPress? Did you start watching YouTube or? What'd you do? Uh, I started like everybody else does, Bill. They get themes from Theme Forest. They start knocking them around. They they start getting sucked into WordPress. It's an endless round of learning. Um, <laughs> but initially seems pretty easy, but as the more things you want to do, the more the it's um um I forgot the guy's name. He did the purple cow and Seth Gordon. He did this thing called the, um, he called it the bell curve, the dip. That was it, the dip. The dip. He wrote a book called The Dip. I haven't read that uh, yet. And I've got to read it. You know, and the, read Purple uh, Cow. And The Dip um, explains WordPress really well. You, you know, you start learning quick, you think it's easy, and then suddenly you hit a brick wall and it gets a lot more difficult and you just got to struggle through it. And, um, yeah, it... it as you, the more you want to do, the more, the bigger the projects, the more, um, I, I'm pretty good on it. I'm re, I'm pretty good on the front end templates and, you know, anything to do with the function file. I don't really want to become a developer that develops plugins, you know, really complicated plugins. I, I'm a, I'm a kind of hybrid. I'm a website designer, developer. I like dealing with the front end. Yep. And you like putting together 
what you've done in developing uh, the social media. We have this podcast, of course, and you also have done an amazing job putting together WP Tonic and those people around it. Yeah, I, I, I think you know that that's one of the consequences of not being a hardcore developer. You, you, and also the kind of clientele I'm dealing with, which are between one to twenty people firms, and they, you know, um, not always, but they've got smaller budgets than large organisations. But I prefer doing work with them because you get paid quicker, hopefully, and. You're not sucked into a six, one-year cycle as you would be with these larger companies. And that's the size of the majority of companies in northern Nevada. But like I said to you, um, if I had had my time, I would have focused much more on my on online. I would have done podcasting a lot earlier. Um, I would have, you know, done more um, blogging. I would have joined the WordPress community. I... I didn't join that until about three or four years if i joined that straight away um but it was a bit of a small community here um, I, I would have been better off moving to a major city that had a really strong wordpress community it's so invaluable isn't it bill no i agree with what you said if you're starting a business and i love reno first of all i love it here the mountains i'm going to stay here i'm going to fight it through but you, orange county any big city you're going to have so much access to face-to-face to especially the meetups and the yeah. WordPress meetups and to figure out what's going on and finding that help you need to get going. And that said, we should be able to do this online, but it still takes a lot of work. Yeah. But, you know, you've learned the hard way, but you've done it, you know, you think you've done it slower, slow, slowly, but but you've actually done it a lot quicker than me. You realize that you've got to concentrate a lot more online yeah. and develop your products and sell them to audience online. And I didn't really realize that, that, you know, there was a big, you know, a lot of people hire people in WordPress if you build up a reputation for the community and your online activities. And I was woefully negligent on that because I was trying to learn Word. The college degree was fine. Um, there was a lot. They didn't recognize my British education, so I had to do all the English and I had to do a bit of algebra and that took me months to get my head back into it. And the business math, I took the easy business math, but I had to do all these prerequisites. But um, to get back, I wish I'd gone into WordPress a lot earlier. Okay, that's bottom line. Going to WordPress, good yeah. to go back to school. You'll understand more about the United States. Uh, schools where you network, you get to meet people. So forget about all the basics. So driving on, as I said, I know that you ended up getting divorced and that doesn't help a business at all. Well, it was, it was, it, I've been done the two year degree and I was in my third year of trying to build the business and I was just starting to get some traction, Bill. I, I had done two of my largest clients. They were both around $16,000 jobs and they, they, they were successfully being finished. And then unfortunately my wife said she had, you know, she wanted a divorce bill and it was, it, it was a bit of a shock, and for over a year, um, everything just stopped, Bill. Yeah, it's it's got to be tough. I can imagine it's tough enough just having the support of a family and running a business, but to get divorced is tough. But, you know, you're probably on the computer all the time. You're dealing with clients, which is difficult. If you've never yeah. dealt with uh, the hybrid client before, it's going to be tough. Well, I've, you thought, market. Uh, you know, I've always been in retailing and always dealt but, but, um, a, about digital services, web design. It's a totally different beast. It's a totally different game. And um, my experiences in retailing and in running a small business was helpful. 
I, I really don't know somebody straight out of college who's got absolutely no, or people that had worked for other people that's got no experience. I, it must be even a bigger jump. I, I really don't know how to cope with it, Bill. Yeah, it's tough. So anyway, let's, people listen to this, listen to WordPress. So let's get through the divorce, everything else. You're here in Reno. What are you doing now? I know you've, the last couple of years you've got a SaaS product going, which is great. I think, well, tell me what you've learned from developing the SaaS product and when did you start developing? And by the way, for those listeners out there, SaaS is software as a service and your product is called MailRite. You've developed it. It's out there. It's well past the point where it can actually be used. You're, you know, have gone through some beta testing, but now you're the part, tough part where you have to go out and market it. So just tell uh, us about that journey in the SaaS. Um, I've learned it's twice as difficult as a e-commerce website. It's the most difficult thing I've ever done. Well, how long ago did you start developing that product? And what, what, had, what was the thought? What made you start doing it? Well, I've been interested in email marketing for quite a while, and I wanted to do something in it. But when you've got giants like um, MailChimp and, you know, iWeber, and, you know, there's half a dozen very large e E, um, e-commerce email, yeah. email service providers you know and mailchimp is the big gorilla <laughs> sorry for the pun you know it was difficult you know i, I was interested in it but i thought you, you've got to find something that's got a bit of a niche a bit of an edge and I, i'd helped a lot of people set up their mailchimp um templates or or if they were using like campaign monitor or whatever they chose i'd done a lot of setting up and i had seen how it really died a death the newsletter sending it out on a regular basis they got into this i call it the hamster the circle of eight hamster wheel where they got really busy so the email the newsletter never got sent out when it got quiet they started sending stuff out they tended to send out too much because they got in a panic they wanted to get they were emailing out too much uh, they, they, there was no, you know, it's got to be done systematically every month at the same yep. time, the same quality. A, a newsletter could be once a week, once a day, or once a month. But it's got to be the same quality, yep. the same. And that most people, most small to medium businesses do not do that, Bill. They get into this, well, like what I've just said, this circle of eight hamster wheel, where when they get quiet, they get into a panic because the cash flow's running out and they just bombard a ton of stuff and it tends to be really poor quality, really um badly written, either miles too long. It's normally miles too long basically and it a lot of it's canned um it, you know you see a lot of it don't you bill and people have just been sent a lot of email now and a lot of that stuff you know either gets smart to spam or it just doesn't get opened and that really affects how your eat your newsletter how it's treated by the actual service that you're using people don't realize that that if you get a low opening rate the next time you send something out it will affect how it, how effectively it gets into people's inboxes well said well said so you didn't tell me how long ago did you start this product oh it's been it's been about over eight, it's been around 18 months why oh, not that long it's a long time yeah, because I started it and I had to stop because I got busy on my service work. And then uh, I, it got more complicated than I thought. And then I had to hire, um, I had to hire some people who then I had to let go because they started messing me around. And then I found some other developers and they've become a fantastic resource. I know you're very happy with your development team. Yeah, and, and, and you use them for other things. So there's been a lot. You've learned a lot. 
Kim Kim Dole from the WordPress chick helped me with some people that she knew. And mm-hmm. she really went out of her way to help me. Blessed Kim, I owe you one. Um, she's a great lady, and she really helped me out, Bill. She's just typical of the podcasting community, the WordPress podcasting. They're a tight-knit group, but they're very generous. Yeah, you haven't gone to one of our big conventions or meetups yet. No. Someday you will. You'll see how small podcasters really are. But Yeah, but the WordPress podcast is even a smaller sub It sure, sure is. It's, a, it's an interesting niche. We've really talked to some of all the key, so, um, some of the key people. So why have I learned general? Um, that, that's the bit I think it's twice as difficult. It's the most difficult thing I tried. It Everything takes a lot longer. There was a lot of, you know, you helped out with giving me advice on the interface as a um, working on the the back end, making it as simple as possible. That's all take. That's taken over six, six, seven months to really try and make the interface as simple as possible, hasn't it, Bill? Right, right. And and, uh, and now now the t- part is the hard part is the marketing. And now I've got even harder part. Um, I fail. Uh, really looking. I totally failed on really market research and building up my. All, I should have been starting building up audience and finding out about my about the target industry over eighteen months ago. And I left it. Uh, I did some re- three months of research, but I didn't really build any relationship in the target industry. It's just crazy, Bill. And yeah, yeah. But if the, you would have, we had a podcast or something related where you're building up your list. Yeah, it's just craziness how I've done things. But I'd, until about a year ago, I didn't even know it was technically capable of would I be able to, because I've done it all in WordPress and PHP. And I, until about a year ago, I wasn't too sure it was possible that I would get something that would work. But I didn't do any research. I didn't build up an audience. Um, the, on reflection, there's a ton of stuff that I I didn't. There's some excellent podcasts and there's some biz, Facebook groups and around startup businesses. And I should have joined those and I should have seeked more advice. Um, there's, a, there's about two groups um, that give excellent advice to startups. Oh, um, the pain. And I never did the outreach. So I kind of did do the same thing as I did with WordPress. I tried to do it all on my own. And uh, if I'd done a bit more outreach and looked for the resources that are out there, and a lot of it's freely available, I don't think I would have, you know, it's too late now. I've invested a money, not an enormous amount, but it's a lot. lot. Time and money. For a private individual, I've put in about twenty to twenty-five thousand plus a ton of hours, ton of hours which are not being billable. It's not over yet, you know. So I'm about twenty-five thousand in, and no, but and a lot of hours. Yeah. Instead, so, of, instead of getting clientele doing what you're doing, you've been developing this. But you do, th- we do things like that. We're entrepreneurs. We take risks. We do all sorts of weird stuff. Yeah, I've got to. Um, but you have to make money too. Yeah, this has been the problem. Yeah, I've made some fundamental mistakes. Well, don't don't beat up yourself too bad no, because not, I think ninety percent of all entrepreneurs go through the same thing, or maybe ninety five, like you have, unless they're independently wealthy. Yeah, well, yeah, let's think about your dry cleaning business. You started. Your dad was a dry cleaner, right? That's one of yeah. his businesses. You knew the business. You had probably decent, not decent, but you started out with smaller cash flow, but you were within your means, and you built up, right? Yeah. And you expanded. You had investors. I know that. And you built up a company, you made some money, you put it away, you went a different direction. Now you just have to take what you've learned and get that cash flow trickling in yeah, and then keep on, keep on going. Uh, you know, it's just been difficult. You know, I've had a divorce and then when I got out of college, it was, it was very difficult here. But the main, I'll say the main mistake there is that I should have, 
immersed myself in the WordPress community much more, gone to WordCamps, um, gone to gone to California, gone to all the word camps and all the meetups I could have go gone to outside the area, and and I did slightly the same thing with my startup. You know, there's a lot of resources out there that tell you, you know, find a way to test the market before you start investing a lot of money. Try and find out about your test industry. Try and find out what their problems. I've been lucky because we we with your help we've we've spoken to a few people in the industry and in a strange way i think i have got a product that fortunately um because of my the industry it, it's probably the right product at the right moment but none of that's been planned i've just been a bit but even though i'm still in the beta testing i'm more optimistic because i actually think there's actually a need there and but i think if you've got a product and you find there's not really a need, I think you're finished. Basically, you're focusing on the real estate industry initially, even though it can be used in different areas. And I know real estate, you did, you focused into other industries, but then you came back to real estate. Yeah, it was, but initially it was, and it still will be for, you know, it's still a really good product for a serious real estate agent but also it's become obvious I, I thought that the industry was totally dominated by franchise brokers but actually most serious brokers now are looking to go their own way independently yes and my, my products will help them do that so it's quite opportune that the industry is going the, the right way for me uh, it could have been the opposite um because the brokerage right. is going to be longer to build up but it will be uh, much more stable that, that's a good point because the uh, the franchises which are are slowly getting smaller and a lot of independents are going out there and one of the reasons is because of the internet, because of communications. You know, for example, there's a small broker, not small, medium size, about 60 people here in Reno. And I thought their answer was excellent. They have a tech guy who's been there for about 12 years. And they said, why should we pay this commission or six or 7% to this franchise when they have like three people who are marketers and a couple tech people, and then they're running our website. I can hire one tech person. He can be my marketer too. focus everybody in help out my agents. Now I have that six or 7%. I can focus into marketing yeah, totally. myself. And uh, I think most serious brokers are realizing yep. that. And I, I think the, I can clearly so, see the, I so, can clearly see the death of the franchise. Yeah. But let me tell you what they said. And what I, because when we've had a brokerage, we've had better homes and gardens and which became GMAC and we went independent with our brokerage in California. He said something that's really important. I think you need to grasp this and everyone else out there, this concept, you said the timing was right. The real estate agents still are out there selling and marketing and very few, unless they have teams, small teams need your product. If you have a team and like somebody doing tech in the team, helping the team out, that's your target right there. Or your brokerage, your, your brokerage broker setting it up and getting it going for their agents. That's, yeah. that's your target right there. The broker and the small team. You can run a small team and that's where we're talking about yeah. if we can find somebody, it doesn't have to be a broker. It could be a team under a broker who's running this little cell of people. Yeah, I think though, you know, any any agent that's got any IT, you know, we we we've reduced we've reduced the system to a few clicks, and a lot of it runs automatically after the initial setup. Yeah, 
um, and you know to get the 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 other bits are more to get the most value out of my system needs you to log in a bit more uh, but if you just want to set it up you can set it up to semi-automatic yeah. you won't get the full value from like, like it. my wife and it, I, I'm really happy because it's putting stuff onto her Facebook yeah uh, sites for her broker, just two and, sites. Uh, and a lot of the automatic stuff will be done around, you know, when all three products are totally integrated in, into the central core of the system, you, you get all, all three parts you can put on semi-automatic for $69 a month or the first two bits for $49.99. So it's not exactly breaking the bank, is it? Or if you have a small brokerage, you could get a brokerage rate. Yeah, so have all exactly. your agents going out there and you can help contribute to the yeah, material. But- yeah, that's right. But, you know, for a single, you know, for what it will do for them for 69 bucks a month is quite a bit. Right. You know, quite a bit, you know. Okay, so what's it doing for them? It's, it will send out a message to the a big list of people that they need to keep themselves in front of. And you can set it and it will just select one of those messages and send it out to a list that you import semi-automatically automatically or you can put select one of the message stories that we supply and choose a time and then you can just it will just do it there's no more um and then at the beginning of the month you get a calendar social media scheduling calendar system and it's all populated with real estate stories that will go to facebook and twitter and you can add to it manipulate it or just leave it to set it to go out and it's all at the first of the month it's triply it's putting your outreach on steroids and then the, then to encourage a better reputation online through yelp and the others we got a yeah. magnificent fantastic okay we, we know about your SaaS product and what the challenges it had and what's over the horizon yeah. we've got a lot of work to do so but i'm going to get back onto you to finish up yeah i'm going to finish up a little bit we got to find more about jonathan we know you like to ski right yeah. i know you ski yeah. we know you like to work on wordpress yep and we know you like to go to starbucks <laughs> yeah, or any like, coffee shop. I'm like Brian from Studio Press that I'm always in a Starbucks. You know, you got me liking Starbucks and Swills and all these little shops. I enjoy it. Yeah. And it used to be, I thought, in a great place, which was the uh, Reno Collective, which I've been oh, there too. It is, it's a fantastic place. But as any startup, um, they really helped out for the initial time. But they're, they're, they're running a business and they said, Jonathan, we can't keep supporting you. <laughs> and um, and they were fair about They had given me a lot of support. Yeah. And I said, oh, I'm, I'm just going to have to suspend my membership because I'm a startup. You know, I, I'm in a bit of a, you know, this is. It's a co-working group place, beautiful down on Arlington 100. You see the river. It's a great place in uh, downtown. Yeah, it's on the great, river. And they're a great group Bridge. of developers. And the owners are all developers and that. And they're great people. Some here. really, really nice people. And, you know, if, if I start making some reasonable money from this, I will rejoin. It's a club. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. we also go to Swills. Yeah, I go to all these. Debates, which is you know, 1MC on Wednesdays, 1 million cups out of sponsors, yeah. some of the things that we do for fun. Yeah. But, um. I think the main thing is that if you if you if you really want to get into this game, is find a really good uh, WordPress meetup group. You know, and if you haven't got one, think about starting one. And but you know, that's a good sign if you're if you're in an area that's got a strong group, that's getting 50, 60, 70 people turn up. That's a good sign that there's a lot of work out there. So that's a good sign to start off with. And then um, go to the WordPress camps 
um, get yourself out there. You know, we live in an age of the internet, but it's, you can't beat meeting people face to face to build up relationships and really get involved in wordpress.org and yeah. you know listen to podcasts listen and, to wp tonic listen to all yeah, of them yeah listen to all of them you yeah, know by the way jonathan i really enjoy that podcast i've learned so much from doing wp tonic i think you yeah, i think you really you know and i enjoy you being a cut you know i know we have our moments but i think lately I think lately we've been getting on much better um, when, when we have the round table sometimes i just sit there and listen hardly talk because yeah. we've got these people coming in from all over the country. We're really experts in WordPress. And we've got a fantastic guest. Um, and we have amazing guests. You know, we have some amazing guests. Um, I, you know, I, I've used those guests. I, one last story. Here's a, here's a war story. I was playing around with Facebook, which, you know, you can never become an expert in everything. But Facebook is powerful. And I have all sorts of groups and pages and all this stuff. And on Podcasters Home, which is my recent project, I was inviting people into the site. And there's two little buttons there. And I actually, it was really weird. I didn't realize you can do this by subscribe people into the site as opposed to inviting them. And out of all the people I accidentally subscribed to the site, one guy came back really nasty. I won't say who he is. But then I emailed him. We, we chatted back and forth. And I sent John Loomer, and he's a Facebook expert apparently. And I said, hey, do you know John Loomer? And he said, oh, you know John Loomer. I sent him the, the clip. And also now he's my friend. <laughs> because of John Loomer. John Loomer, for those who don't know, is probably one of the best uh, Facebook experts in the country. And uh, we've interviewed well, him. Yeah, I, Not think, the best. I, I think he was, I would say that to quantify that, I think he's the leading expert in paid Facebook advertisement. When you Right. You, you, I understand what you're saying there. Yeah. Towards, yeah. I mean, experts in a specific niche. In, he's, well, he's well known. In in the area of paid Facebook advertisement, he is seen as the leader. Um, and if you go to his website, it's not aimed at the beginner or low intermediate. It's aimed at the high intermediate. Or better than going to his website, go to WP Tonic. And see the interviews. It, and listen to this interview, then go to his website. Yeah. Let's see. It, let's see. I interview, I think, 39 and 40. They're great interviews. Or one and two, yeah. So go to 49 and 30. I think he enjoyed the interview. See, you go to our website first. Then, that's a, By the way, out there, folks, tell people to go to your website or your podcast, then go to the other guys. Yeah, it's a great interview, and I think we had fun, and he enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. I, I sensed he enjoyed it, didn't he? Okay, Jonathan, so we're, we're doing good. We're hanging in there. So well, I want to know this. We're going to do something in Reno someday. We're going to have some kind of meetup here. It'll be like the WordPress Communications New Media Meetup. Well, that's why our podcast, our podcast... And I've said, you know, and we're going to stick with this. You know, it's always going to be heavily WordPress, but there, there's other parts to running a WordPress. It's, you know, we're both business people, yeah. so it's about WordPress, but it's also about how you use WordPress to run a business, get people to the website, all the yeah. other. Add-ons. That's right. That's what we're really coming into. But I was going to say, if you're here in Reno on a Wednesday, 99% of the time, you and I are down at one MC, one million cups. That's at Swills, W-S-I-L-L-S, Coffee and Coffee wine. and Wine. Coffee and Swills wine. Coffee and Wine. I should know the street off of Lakeview. Google it. Yeah. Or go to our website. We should have a link. But you'll usually find us Wednesday morning at 9 o'clock there. And then we run a little meetup afterward for the folks who want to just talk for a few minutes or ask a couple questions. So if you want to meet us and you're in Reno, come by Wednesday. Yeah, that's a, that's a great idea because we normally are around there. Normally. I think we're going to go be at Tahoe this Wednesday. Yeah. Looking at houses. 
Yeah, I'm trying to, um, but um, there's a big up. Just so people it, know. But in a strange way, this, the email right back end, I've got about 11, 12 users. It all seems to work. Um, and I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged by the conversations I had with brokers. Um, I am, you know, going to have to concentrate on my WordPress because but a lot of the development work. Well, I, goodness, I, Jonathan, I, we've gone 30 minutes and I have, yeah. to, I have to edit this. Yep. Shall we end it, Bill? Because I think yeah, we can. One, one last question. What's your favorite food? Fish and chips. Fish and chips. That's that, English. That figures the English. I know it's a good card, right? Real nice. Right. You know, not, you know, if you go to the coast like Cornwall, Falmouth, and you get a fresh bit of cod, well, you know, from a real uh, fryer, egg craftsman, it's freshly fried, nice butter, and you get the really chunky chips, and it's been fried in decent oil. Somebody who knows what they're doing, and you get the big chunky chips, and they're not soggy; they're crisp, but they're chunky. Last time I had that was in Farmer, and there were seagulls everywhere, and it was, it was like a scene out of a Hitchcock, the birds, and they were just enormous. These seagulls, they obviously they've been feeding on fish and chips for a long time, and they like looking at you like you know they're literally going to attack you and eat the eat it. That's a nice thought to finish up the show. Attack seagulls, and the birds. Yeah, yeah, they were big. They were big seagulls. Okay. They were. All right, Jonathan, thank you for this interview. Having the right website can be a game changer. It's your platform. And with your website hosting, marketing, and design all being critical parts of the equation, it can be a daunting task. But there's good news. You don't have to spend months learning WordPress, list building, SEO, and podcasting. Get up and running fast. We have the solution. Join Podcasters Home today, and for a limited time, we will set up your website hosting, list builder, and create your custom podcast website for half the cost. Go to podcastershome.com forward slash 21, or call me at 775 3380658065 until close of business 21 June 2015 get 50% off membership and our website services When you have your website and podcast up and running and you're ready to take it to the next level, as well as reduce the stress of managing your WordPress sites, let Jonathan and his team do all the hard work. Go to wptonic.com forward slash services to see how Jonathan's programs can save you hours each month and keep your WordPress site optimized and up and running smoothly.